Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about TJ Dillashaw, who is in talks of fighting for the UFC Bantamweight Championship against champion Aljamain Sterling. And for TJ, if he wins, he will become a UFC champion for a third time. That in itself is a huge accomplishment. But of course, his career has a huge asterisk on it, and that's due to the time he failed his drug test by testing positive for EPO prior to his fight with Henry Cejudo. And honestly, ever since that happened, TJ's career fell off big time. This was a guy that some considered as the greatest bantamweight of all time. But after that failed drug test, that title unanimously went back to Dominic Cruz. And what also hurt his career was the two-year suspension. He lost two years of his prime because of this. Who knows what he could have done in that time. So overall, TJ's career went from an all-time high to an all all-time low. But then in July of 2021, he fought Cordy Sanhagen, who was on a two-fight win streak and was coming off of that beautiful flying knee against Frankie Edgar. And he's a legit test for anyone at 135. So for TJ to come back after two years to fight this guy, it really didn't seem like it was going to be a good night for him. But instead, this fight became very competitive. It was a back-and-forth fight, and credit to TJ for hanging in there especially after he got that huge cut over his eyebrow. And after five rounds, although many people believed Corey did enough to win this fight, the judges ended up giving the split decision to TJ Dillashaw, which had some controversy, but there have been people saying that TJ did enough to win. And overall, it was a very fun fight. So for TJ, this was a huge comeback for him. It really showed that the ring rust wasn't going to slow him down and that he was ready to compete with the best in his division in hopes to recapture his bantamweight championship. And after this one fight against Corey Sandhagen, it really seems like TJ is going to get the opportunity to fight for the title. Because I think many people were looking at this fight with Corey as a number one contender bout. Plus, after Aljamain Sterling defeated Piotr Jan at UFC 273, he called out TJ afterwards in his post-fight interview. So it really seems like all arrows are pointing to that fight next. There have been arguments that Jose Aldo should be next in line for a title fight because he is after all on a three fight win streak while TJ is only on a one fight win streak but the argument that I have for TJ over Aldo is that TJ fought a higher ranked guy and he was the former champion who technically never lost his championship and this fight with Aljamain is honestly a very intriguing one especially after how good Aljo looked in his second fight against Piotr Jan it really felt like we had a new and improved Aljamain Sterling and if he still has that confidence that he had against Piotr Jan then I can see him defeating many guys at 135. And that's TJ included. But the thing is, TJ is a strong wrestler. And that could definitely affect Aljo, who likes to shoot for takedowns and try to bring the action down. He's a ground fighter. And although he can hold his own on the feet, I think he prefers when he brings the fight into his world. Especially against good strikers like Piotr Jan and now TJ Dillashaw. TJ is amazing on the feet. Who knows if Aljo will be able to hang with him if they go toe-to-toe because he had some pretty good defense against Piotr Jan, who is also very good on the feet. But who knows, maybe that won't be the case with TJ Dillashaw. And with TJ also being good with his wrestling, this matchup with Aljo is very favorable
favorable for him stylistically. And that's what I wanted to talk about in this video. Let's say TJ Dillashaw does become a UFC champion for a third time. Would that not only save his career, but would it also solidify him as the bantamweight GOAT? And I'll talk about saving his career. I would say it would definitely do that. Look, I already think it's happened somewhat after he defeated Corey Sandhagen. So if he was to win another championship, I definitely think a lot of people would forgive him for his failed drug tests. After all, look at John Jones. He's failed many times, but when he recaptured his light heavyweight championship for a final time and defended that belt three times, I feel like it brought him back into the mix in terms of pound for pound talk and goat talk. So I don't see any reason why that won't be the same for TJ. But in terms of the goat, the greatest of all time at bantamweight, will he reclaim that title and will it be unanimous? And in my opinion, I say no. I say it won't be unanimous, but I can't see people calling him the greatest of all time if he wins a championship for a third time. Because like I said earlier, that in itself is a huge accomplishment. Winning a belt three times shows that the fighter was in the mix at the top for a long time, but it also shows that he lost his belt multiple times and was unable to defend it for very long. And even looking at TJ's record, it shows that. And I'm sure we're all familiar with how this guy never won more than four in a row in his career. Every time he was going to go on a five-fight win streak, he loses that fight. And now, if history replays itself, he is back to one after defeating Corey Sandhagen. So maybe he will recapture the belt if history repeats. But when we compare this legacy to Dominic Cruz's, who many regard as the greatest bantamweight of all time, is his career better than TJ's? And if we look at it, he too is a two-time UFC bantamweight champion, and his first run extends all the way back into his WEC days. So technically, in his first run, he defended his bantamweight championship four times. And then on his second run, he defended it once. And the second time he won it, it was against TJ. So that also should help him quite a bit when it comes to whose career was better. But I think the biggest thing about Dominic's career is how he was able to do all of this while going through a ton of injuries. For him to come back after the amount of injuries that he's had is one of the most amazing stories in MMA history. And for me, I think that's the biggest reason why I consider him as the greatest bantamweight of all time. But then if TJ wins that belt for a third time, he's doing something that Dominic has never done. And it's a huge something. But is it enough to call TJ the greatest bantamweight of all time? And personally, I don't think so. Because I feel like even if TJ surpasses Dominic in regards to the accolades, it's still going to have the asterisk. Meanwhile, Dominic's drug record is fully clean. So when that's the case, I tend to favor the career without the asterisk. And see, this situation is sort of similar to John Jones and Daniel Cormier, two guys that many were arguing who was the greatest light heavyweight. But the problem was that John, who was the guy with the asterisk on his record, defeated Daniel twice, technically once, but in two fights, his arm was raised. And because of that, many people still put him over Daniel Cormier. But because with Dominic, he defeated TJ, he's kind of on the winning end of this entire situation. Because if TJ defeated Dominic when they fought, I could kind of see people still regarding TJ as the GOAT at Bantamweight. But right now, I still think it's Dominic Cruz. And even if TJ was to capture the Bantamweight Championship for a third time, I don't think it would be enough for him to be regarded as the GOAT at 135. Or maybe it will. It's really hard to say these things because I could totally see myself changing 
changing my mind when it happens in the moment. Especially if he defeats someone like Aljo, who I have high regards for and who I think is in his absolute prime right now. If TJ was to stop that momentum, man, it would be pretty hard not to call him the GOAT. But while I'm not in the moment and just kind of thinking about it now, I say it won't be enough for him to be the greatest. But what do you think? Will TJ Dillashaw recapture his Bantamweight Championship? And if he does, would you regard him as the greatest fighter ever at 135? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.